Hey, this is Brian Jensen, and you're listening to No Sleep Till Sudbury, the show where we talk about the music that makes your skin vibrate. And I am joined today by Ritesh Das, the artistic director of the Toronto Tabla Ensemble. Now, uh, Ritesh, you created the Toronto Tabla Ensemble in 1991, is that right? Yes. And it's a performing band. You uh, created this ensemble to, to share the depth and excitement of Indian classical music and culture. Correct. Okay. That's one aspect of it. Okay. Yeah. So now you have been since nominated for a Juno, and in 2003, the ensemble was commissioned to create the current theme music for CBC's uh, radio daily show Metro Morning with Matt Galloway. Correct. I'm a listener. It's a great show. Uh, And you're here today to talk about the new album, which is called Bumika, and it's out November 9th. Correct. That's absolutely right. So I, I did well. Like everything, you did excellent. Was, everything was accurate. Okay, good. Okay, so now we're doing things a little bit differently today because typically, as people come in to talk about the music that makes their skin vibrate. Okay, so uh, you've given me a host of songs here. They are all from Bumika, the new album. Correct. Yeah, but before you go there, the, the instrument itself, the tabla. Yeah. The skin just vibrate. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's how gonna, you get the beautiful sound of the tabla. So, so I was going to ask you about that. Yes. So before you get into these songs, right. I wanted to ask you, that's my first question, uh, about the tabla. Tell me a little bit about the tabla and what exactly it is for our listeners. It's a pair of drum, mm-hmm. and uh, they're from India. It's one of the uh, most popular drum right now in the world, actually. And it's a classical percussion from India. Mm-hmm. Ranges back all the way to 4,500 BC and yeah. it's been developed from that time and popularized around the 13th or the 14th century. Okay. So as it went on, it, 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 it developed into a whole different instrument. Popularized heavily in the West by Ravi Shankar. Okay, yeah. And the Beatles. Yeah. That's when the lot of, uh, I think Ravi Shankar was the ambassador of promoting the Indian uh, culture after the British left. Yes. So it was during his time, It then the West got an idea what it is. Okay. And since then, it had exploded. And, and you know, so the drums, they when I first came to Toronto, they thought it was bongos. Okay. <laughs> so I had to tell them no. The word tabla means uh, drum. Okay. It's an Arabic word. The India was always being bombarded or attacked by foreigners from east of the west. Okay. So at one point, it was the whole uh, uh, Arab influence and the is- Islam influence in India and the Mughal emperor. Mm-hmm. So tabla was given the name tabla. So they didn't really have a name for it. Okay. So you, you'll see most of the drums in India has names. Okay. Tabla is the only one which doesn't have name. So tabla means drums oh. in Arabic. What are some of the other drums in India that would have? Mridangam, Pakhawaj, Khol, Dhol, you know, the Bhangra, Dhol. Oh, God, name it. There are so many. Wow. It okay. is a huge country. So <laughs> it is. Yeah. What what types of drums are these? Are they bongo style? Or are they... Uh, you mean the tablas? The, all the other drums. Are they just... oh, all kinds. It's okay. like the two-headed drums, like... Uh, makes One has a bass and one's treble, you mm-hmm. know. Once you could play with the sticks and... Uh, others you can play with fingertips or hands. So some some drums you have to put a dough in your hand to make a good sound. And oh wow! So it's a, oh, it's a huge range. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. 
Okay. So did you want to get into your songs now? The songs, yes. Okay. So the first one. Bumika. Bumika, yes. Tell me about that. <laughs> this album is dedicated to my brother, who was a legendary Kathak dancer. who was one of the classical art form in India. Yep. He uh, was quite responsible in bringing the dance form to the West in the San Francisco area, Bay Area. And a lot of rhythms and everything I learned from him. Okay. Since he's he's a legend, you know he's well respected in India, and okay. so after his passing away, I wanted to do something a, a dedication to him. So the whole album is dedicated to him. When the roots being Bhumika, meaning the the motherland, the country, the earth. Mm-hmm. So that's where we I came from, and so now after that, it blossomed in the West, and what I do here with Indian classical music and the West is the marriage of the Bhumika, uh, I mean, the Indian uh, ground and the Canadian ground. How's that? Uh, the Canadian Bhumika. Okay. That's great. It's, yeah. It's so that's good. the first song. Okay. It's a, is it the first song on the record, too? Yes. Okay. It good. is. It's the first song on the stand. And also, play, there's an instrument called Sarot, which has been played on that. This mm-hmm. gentleman is from New Delhi. He's a phenomenal Sarot player and a music composer. So he and I both composed the piece because that melody was very much his, my brother's, uh, he loved it. Okay. So the rhythm section was from Toronto and the melody section was from India. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, next, we have uh, Sare Now. Sare Now. Sare is half in Hindi. Now is nine. So this uh, a piece was composed in the rhythmic cycle of nine and a half beat. Mm-hmm. But what I did was my teacher's son, who lives in San Francisco, actually. Okay. He's also a fantastic uh, kit, drum kit player. Okay. So we transcribed the whole uh, the composition of the, of the tabla into drum kit. Right. So which is very difficult to do by, by stroke by stroke. So he played that. So a combination of uh, tabla and, uh, and the drum kit and the marriage of that right. is is the essence of the piece. Ah, that's very interesting. Now, would you incorporate uh, cymbals? Oh, cymbals were <laughs> for the drums. Funny you say that because I walked into the studio and I said, okay, take the cymbals out. Oh. You're a drummer. Come on, you sure. got a drum. So we put the cymbals or only for, for in the very end, like for for resolving a phrase maybe. Yes, exactly. So that's what it was. Okay. And uh, and using it, the symbols in a very artistic manner instead of heavy crashes left and right, you know, <laughs> where it becomes a sound engineer's nightmare too. Like in rock. Yeah, right. like exactly. Yeah. So now uh, no hi-hat then? It was there, but we used the uh, hi-hat uh, on um, certain areas we used it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'd like to see this. Well, we put you on the guest list to, on the November 9th is the CD release. Okay. Yeah. And where, where is that? That's now? in Harborfront Center. Harborfront at Center. the Studio Theater at Harborfront Center. Excellent. That's great. Tickets are on sale. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Tickets are on sale. Harborfront Center, November 9th. Harborfront Center, November 9th. For information, go to torontotabla.com. Okay. The next song that you've got here, Ritesh, is Face Off. Face Off is a very interesting piece. We could see that it doesn't. I. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I no, what do you mean by face, next generation? By face off here? The the story behind that is it's the piece is composed by three of my students. Oh, I wanted them to do something because they've been studying with me for a while. So I wanted them to to put a, their voice in this album. Okay, that's great. So they came up with the piece, and um, 
well done. And then was a violin player from San Francisco, younger generation played. And then Melissa put a beautiful music video to it with mm -hmm. the dance, one of my brother's student dance. And then this video became a big hit. Now it's a big hit in India and, and getting awards and nominations here and there. Really? So, yeah. That's, that's great. I've been playing at Delhi uh, Film Festival. Okay. Short film festival. So Face Off is, you could tell that's their creation. So when I had nothing to do with the piece, okay. but the shadow of what, as a student, as a student, what they have my shadow. Let's put it that way. I Essence see. was very much to the way I taught them, but they took it to another direction. Really? Yeah. Why Face Off? Maybe you should interview them. So they came up with that name. Then. Yes. Grew up with hockey, I guess. So <laughs> Originally, they said it was battleground or something like that. That's what they said, you know. So, it's, so, is there kind of a confrontational aspect to it? It was. It is a when you hear it that that is high charged, you know. Yeah. Young guys, you know, they're yeah. 21, 25 year old. Yeah. The whole idea of uh, uh, balance hasn't synced in yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it doesn't come until you're. You know, That's right. There you go. But very interesting, though. Right. Mm. Okay. Very good. Uh, the next song is probably a little bit different. It's called Casual. Casual is a very interesting... See, the uh, tablas have left side and the right side. Okay. So Casual was created... I even started composing Casual in 2001 or two something like that. And after finishing practice, like when you really... When you're practicing, you know, you just finish practice, you just start thinking, okay, I got to pay my bills, I got to go here, I got to do this, I got to clean the toilet, I got to do this, I got to cook food. I've got to feed the cat, something. And so what happens, you're just making all these things and your left hand is kind of like, you know, your hand is moving and you're thinking, you're tapping. Right. And out of that came a new piece. Uh, really? So just because tapping with the left hand, okay. Oh, just the left hand for the whole first uh, three or four minutes in the really? song. Really? Yeah. So did you literally just invent a rhythm with your fingers and Yeah, hands? you're always doing it. You see people in the subway or wherever, they're doing something. Well, it's funny because I do that all the time. I always, you know, it's like four little sticks, right? Yeah. You just play on the desk. Yeah. I always so, do it. You're a drummer. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm a guitar player. Ah. Yeah. yeah. I know all about you guys. You do? <laughs> I, I worked, with, I worked with, uh, uh, with the Canadian rock band Tea Party. Did you? With Jeff Martin, Jeff yes. Martin, yeah. yeah we, we did a lot of work together. At one point, after the tea party broke. No uh, way. We did a solo tour, yeah. You and Jeff? You and Jeff. That's awesome. I think he's back with Tea Party now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're working, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I still love so I know that. all about you guys, the yeah, guitar well, players. You gotta, you gotta watch the guitar players, yes. Shantosh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, your next song here is uh, Sorry Panch. Sorry Panch. Punch. punch, 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 five. It's Sari is again half. Okay. Five. So this one is composed in the rhythmic cycle of five and a half beat. But interesting part for that is it's a collaboration between India and Japan. So you oh. have the Nagata Sachu, the Japanese uh, taiko ensemble here, and the Toronto Tabla ensemble. So we both created a piece uh, in five and a half. We worked before a long, long time ago when we were very young. Yeah. And then after 20, 25 years, we decided, okay, let's try something. So the maturity is a five and a half beat. And so we both created something. And, and it's never been done in taiko drumming, okay. something in the rhythmic cycle of five and a half beat. Oh, really? Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, I, I was fascinated by that five and a half. I put that five and a half beat with Jeff Martin, too, in the middle, in a section, uh, in, a, in one of the songs. And Michael Lee played yeah. drums. 
Where's the where's the half constituted? The hat? Just half. You said five. One, two, three, four, five. One, one, two, three, four, five and a half. One, two. If you do Uh, like that, you count two of that. It becomes eleven. Right. But you're not thinking eleven. You're thinking one, two, three, four. Ta 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 ta. Gotcha. Ta 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 ta. Interesting. So you put your rock and roll. Doom, doom, ta, But by the time you come to the second cycle, everybody's shaking the head on the offbeat. That's true, right? Yes. You know, I used to do stuff like that, though, as Bonzo from Led Zeppelin. So that's why I met Michael Lee, played with that. Michael Lee did play with Led Zeppelin later on when they went on the tour. John Bonham. John, after after he passed after, away. After, okay. So his so son I, played with them a little bit. Before that, okay. I think they went on a, a tour. That's first tour. Oh, they right. Yeah, remember It him? was just Page Plant. Yes, Page and Plant. Yeah, that was like 95, yeah. 96. Is that That's right? That's right. So Michael Lee, this drummer, used to play with him. And then later on, he came and started playing with Jeff Martin after the Tea Party uh, broke for a while. Yeah. So you know all these guys. Oh yeah, Tea Party. I've been I've been involved with the Tea Party from the very beginning. On, yeah, I played in their all their albums except the first album. You played on their records. Yeah, Tabla. No way. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. In you Splendor? want to call Jeff Burrows right now? Call well, him. Up. I, I, I believe you. You're a joker. I, I no, no. Uh, so we were good friends. Ah, so you, still, you and Jeff Martin. So with Jeff Burrows, Stuart Chatwood, and and Martin. Oh, I see. Okay. So that record, I think the first record was called In Splendor Solace, is that right? Yes, I was not involved in that, but the next one's... Ah, that. okay, I see. Cause I used that to was, play in uh, Lee's Palace. Did you really? Yes. <laughs> Have you always lived in Toronto? No, I grew up in India and then moved to San Francisco, worked in San Francisco and Los Angeles for a long, long time, and then to Toronto. Okay, okay, wow. Now I go everywhere so who do you play with now, rock-wise? Anybody? No, I don't with anyone now. It's rock and roll. You know, just a certain age. After a certain age, you, you you're, don't... you're still a young guy, Rajesh. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> you look like a young man. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> All right. So your next song here is called Regenesis. Regenesis is another interesting piece. The gentleman, uh, Gary Honus from Cool Music, uh, recorded this album. And he has been working with me for a while. Okay. So what he did as a recording engineer... Uh, he uh, did a remix of some of our old albums and this album. Oh, wow. And put it into a very, uh, very interesting remix. And I, I, I thought, oh, my God, I don't know what was going to happen. Because he himself was a DJ. Ah, and, But um, Wu-Tang Clan, <laughs> big supporters of them, my wife and the, both, uh, you know. You, you, you like the Wu-Tang? <laughs> yes, there yeah, you go. Good. So I said, all right, guys. And she wanted to do a remix of the album, so he came up with it. Was it, it was, so, Melissa, was this your idea? Seriously? That's awesome. Okay. Yes. So Melissa Arp is also here. I don't know if we mentioned that at the top of the show. She's a casual observer off to the side here, but uh, had a great idea. Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Sorry, continue. So the essence of that, or, you know. So I don't know what it was, but it was well done. Well put together. So it's a remix. And, now, and now what is it comprised of exactly? You mean the, yeah, well, yeah, well, the had, he had a sitar there that had tabla, had other drums, and all 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 all, all like tunes were mixed into very very seamlessly, well done. I see. Wow, that's great. For five or six different tracks, you know. 
And it's got like a remix vibe too. Yes. Awesome. A good remix wave. Wu Tang worthy? Like that. Ta- techno. Wow. <laughs> I I just gotta, he's, he's fascinated now. <laughs> I, I got to get this record. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 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 <laughs> All right. No, no, we will bring you a copy. For real? We uh, we were going to uh, we want to uh, we brought uh, we brought couple for you, but then Eric Alper took everything. What? <laughs> That's not gonna fair. Talk to him now. I'm gonna have to send him a note. Yes. Jeez. Eric, come here. Did he he took my copy then? Yes, right. All right. So no, no, it's not his fault. It's not. We just gave him five. He took five. <laughs> oh really? I... Yeah. He thought it was all for him. Okay. How can you take it back? No. Okay. You can't. You can't do we'll that. We'll give you. She works close by here. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Melissa, and Ritesh. Thank you. Okay, so one more song. It's called New Roots. New Roots is a new direction of the ensemble. So far, the Toronto Tabla Ensemble was, um, everybody was um, members of them. Most They were all my students. Okay. Now the ensemble has grown into not just my, my students, but my teacher students and other people are playing. So we have oh. members in Toronto, in San Francisco, in uh, England, and then a couple from India. So and then dancers from uh, United States. Uh, my brother. So that the ensemble has gone into new different routes. Interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. So all they they the pieces are all there. So they learn the pieces and they play. It's just like just think of uh, any um, classical ensemble. You know, mm-hmm. you just learn the work. Yeah. So like that, we are members now everywhere. Wow. And how long is this uh, this piece? Would it be pretty long? How long, long is... New Roots is probably four or five minutes long. Yeah, five, six minutes. Oh, that's it, right? Eh? Yeah. 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 Is it at the end of the record? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. It's, it starts off with the great Tagore, you know, Rabindranath Tagore, who was a very uh, famous poet in India who wrote the national anthem of India. Mm-hmm. So his one of his verses in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. It says, if nobody, if nobody hears you call... Don't stop, keep going. Mm. So that's the thing, the journey, the new roots is the, the journey of a musician, you know, to follow through, to be persistent, be consistent, to go through the dark times because yep. the light is going to come. Well, you know, that's very important, especially these days. You know, back 25, 30 years ago, you know, bands got four or five records to kind of get started. You think about U2 or Def Leppard or whoever it is. But now you don't have that luxury in the music business. So you, you put something out there, and if it doesn't do well, you're finished. So, you know, it's important. That's a great message to, to keep going and uh, and to push forward. Absolutely. And, you know, and because the moment you're about to give up, mm-hmm. is that's when it happens. Mm-hmm. That extra step that people can take, that one little that extra, oh, my God, you're... You're a musician. Oh, we don't have time. Okay, we'll uh, talk no, around the time. we have plenty of time. Oh. What do you want to talk about? You're a musician. Yeah. You practice. Yeah. So there's a whole thing about, you know, you can practice every day, and then after a while, no matter what you practice, it sounds like it doesn't sound good. It, do, it Wait, it doesn't sound good? Yeah, yeah. So after oh, okay. yeah, you come to a point where, you know, I'm trying this, it's not happening. Yesterday, we were very good, but oh, today, I there's see. something is happening, it's not happening, it's not happening. Tomorrow it's not happening. The day after that is not, it probably goes on for about a week or a month. And but you keep doing it, and then all of a sudden, boom, it happens again. Right. So that's that plateau area when things were being just been cooking and brewing and everything, and you were not aware of it. But but without the other half, you wouldn't be in that area. That's right. That's true. That's a good point. 
that is the key. And you know what, Ritesh? Yeah. That's a good life lesson. Not just, what, a, not just a music lesson. It's a good life lesson. Well, I don't know. I'm just sharing whatever <laughs> I go through, you know. You're just here to do an interview, and you're on your way to the next interview. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. This is very interesting. I'm I'm fascinated by it. I didn't know, to be honest, I didn't know what to expect from this. But this is very interesting. Well, well, that's the whole idea. Like, see, this is the whole idea. Music. Just forget what, what it is. Mm-hmm. You listen to the music. Mm-hmm. Just forget. Don't give it a label. Oh, that's world music. Or that's a uh, world beat. This is that. Forget any of those kind of stuff. It's right. music. Yeah. The, the vibration and the rhythm. Yes. The vibration. I mean, I mean, the resonance. The world is a vibration. Mm-hmm. The rhythm is your heartbeat. Mm-hmm. You're right. I mean, so why do we have to label things? As soon as we start labeling it, it becomes, oh, okay. I could say this is jazz. You would believe me. Oh, well, what kind of jazz? Well, this is a jazz you didn't hear. That's right. No, you're right. You know, and it, it, I think it's um, it's intrinsic that we like to put things in boxes. We always yeah. like to categorize things. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's funny that you say that because I do, I'm not a big labels person. I don't like labeling things because I think it simplifies it and it takes away a little bit of the, the, the power of it. I'm glad to know you're the second person I met who doesn't believe in that and, you know, like right now, maybe we should do something together for that. Scratch the label. Like. We could. Yeah. You you're, in a, you know, you're, you're in a powerful situation with the media. Yeah. Uh, you know. Not not really powerful, Ritesh. Maybe not as much as you think. No, no, no. You don't, <laughs> you don't, you don't realize this. <laughs> you, yeah. Well, I'm very glad that you came in today. I appreciate it. This is uh, this has been a great chat. So I have one last question for you. Mm-hmm. Who else have you played with that my listeners may be familiar with? Lorena McKennett. Ah, I know that. Jane Seabury. Jane Seabury. Mm-hmm. Mimi on the Beach. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. What's Jane Seabury doing now? Do you know? I don't know. She lives in Toronto somewhere. I thought. Yeah, I, thought I saw her in the Los street Angeles. in High Park. You saw her? Yeah, pretty sure. Lorena McKennett, uh, Jane Seabury. Jeff Martin, yep. um, some whole, whole bunch of them, you know. Those yep. are the names which... What kind of rock do you listen to if you listen to rock? Or, uh, sorry, say that again? What kind of rock do you listen to if you listen to it? <laughs> if I listen who, are your, who are your favorite rock bands? <laughs> There's not one favorite, you know. It's, it, you can't, I just can't say. But each and every one has one or two songs which resonates with you. Right. I'm, I deal with rhythm. Too, you know. Yeah. So rhythm is quite fascinating with me. That's why I like the Tea Party. I really like them. They were doing very interesting rhythms and stuff like that. Yeah. Especially Burroughs, you know. Yeah. Quite interesting ways of putting things together, you know. Yeah. So anything which is has uh, percussive or or a little uh, shift from regular same old chicken curry. Yes. <laughs> this. <laughs> Even the next song is going to be the same. <laughs> the third one is the same. I like that. I like to be surprised. I was just saying that to somebody. I, I like a surprise. I don't like the same old. Well, sometimes yeah. you like the same old thing. You know, if you if ACDC is like that, right? That's right. It's the same old thing over and over. They've yeah. done a great job of it. And I love them. But, you know, sometimes you want to listen to something that's going to surprise you, a chord change that you're not expecting, something like that. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, you know, in, in the way of percussion, you're probably a Paul Simon fan. Yes. Yeah he, yeah, he writes his songs from a percussive standpoint. That's yeah. where he starts, and he builds the song out from yeah. there. Oh, those are heavyweights. Oh, yeah. He's a heavyweight indeed. There's no question. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming in today. I appreciate it. Thank you for doing this. 
you're very welcome. I was happy to have you. We had a good chat. You're a good man. Thank you. Right? You too. All right. Yeah, Thank you. You're an excellent man. <laughs> Thank you very much. This has been No Sleep Till Sudbury with Brent Jensen and my very special guest, Mr. Ritesh Das and his wife, Melissa. Until next time, folks, take good care. Brent Jensen is the best-selling author of No Sleep Till Sudbury, Leftover People, and All My Favorite People Are Broken. All titles available in stores and on Amazon Worldwide. 